0: Welcome in to the MMACycles.com weekly newsletter and the Fun Astrology Podcast. Together now, Thomas Miller, thank you so much for listening here. We are reading the newsletter published on MMACycles.com for the week beginning June 12th, 2023. This is being recorded and released on Saturday, June 10th. The weekly comments and thoughts by Ray Merriman. Always begins with news articles. This one from seekingalpha.com published on June 10th. The article is entitled Wall Street Breakfast: Run, Bull Run. It says, "It's official. The S&P 500's longest bear market since the 1940s has come to an end. The benchmark index closed up 0.6% to 4294 on Thursday." vaulting it back into bull territory with a 20% advance from its October low. The rally has been powered in large part because of a handful of companies posting outsized gains, like Big Tech, Tesla, and AI darling NVIDIA. There's also been somewhat of a resurgence in economic optimism compared to the sentiment that plagued the market in 2022. Now, Ray's comments for this week. Global equity markets were mixed last week, with some soaring to new multi-week or multi-month highs, and others falling to multi-week lows, and still others between the lows and the highs of the prior week. Such discordance must mean that we are in the sign of Gemini, where markets will be all over the place and not all following the same instruction manual. In Asia and the Pacific Rim, the Japanese Nikkei Index made a new 33-year high last week. The Indian Nifty Index is close to making a new all-time high. The Hang Seng Index of Hong Kong had a good week, but only after making a multi-year low on May 31st. China's Shanghai Composite and Australia's ASX indices held the prior week's low, but not by much, as both economies struggle to show signs of growth. European Boruses also struggled to find direction. It was an inside week in all the major indices we track, with the London FTSE closer to its multi-month lows, whereas the DAX was closer to its recent all-time high. So is it a bull or is it a bear? <laughs> Don't ask Europe when the sun is in Gemini. It's both or neither, depending on how well you can locate. The Americas, however, are much clearer in that it is indeed a bull, especially after Washington lawmakers finally put the debt limitation crisis to bed just before the June 5th deadline, when a national fasting and energy savings mandate would have had to have been implemented in order to make sure the government stayed open. (laughs) Just kidding. But lawmakers mostly went to bed anyway after that exhausting struggle over so little. It was a welcome sign in any event that they found a way to compromise and avoid a financial disaster, at least for another day, at the last moment. In other markets, Bitcoin fell to a new 12-week low on June 6th, but then recovered quickly. But it's still a case of lower lows and lower highs lately. Gold and silver are both trying to bounce back from recent declines, but the road is bumpy in Gemini crude oil made a new cycle high of 7,506 last week, a nice move from its primary cycle low of one month ago at 6,364. This back-and-forth nature of Gemini may get a reality check next week when Saturn and Neptune both get highlighted, which we'll talk about here in the short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts. This is a quote from Peggy Noonan from the Wall Street Journal this weekend. Shifts in personal fortune and unexpected turns remind us of what we know in the abstract and forget in the particular. They remind us that life is not, as a friend once reflected, a painting. In a painting, the curtain doesn't move. In life, it moves, often softly, but sometimes in a storm, wildly. Life is dynamic, fate chance and character play big determinative roles we go through the daily grind thinking nothing ever changes but life is change sometimes it's barely perceptible and sometimes it goes boom here's another quote from peggy noonan from the same article don't count a third party out in 2024 she says the biggest political group in america isn't democrats or republicans It's the unaffiliated. Gallup, which does a monthly poll on political affiliation, reports a record number of Americans say they are politically independent. In March, Gallup put the share of independence at 49%, pretty much the same thing as the two parties put together. And then this quote from Donald Trump when informed on June 9th of the new charges being brought against him. I just want to tell you I am an innocent man. I did nothing wrong, and we will continue fighting this, just as we have, for the last seven years. It was an interesting idea that Peggy Noonan discusses in this weekend's edition of the Wall Street Journal. She suggests a third party, consisting of both a Republican and Democrat candidate, could win the next election. I was thinking the same thing. I was also thinking about Robert Kennedy Jr. and Nikki Haley, both born in late Capricorn, with their natal sun conjunct the U.S. moon-Pluto conjunction. Transiting Pluto, power and reform, will re-enter late Capricorn tomorrow, Sunday, June 11th, conjoining their natal suns until the November 2024 election. The moon in the July 2nd founding chart of the United States indicates a woman of power rising maybe even becoming president or vice president. I know we have one now, but this is something else. And I know Democrats are hoping Michelle Obama runs, and interestingly enough, she too is a late Capricorn, same January 17th birthday as Kennedy Jr. So I don't think we can count out either of these three individuals if they decide to run in some combination together. On the other side of the political universe lies the beleaguered Donald Trump, a victim once again of the consequences of his own doings. He was charged with thirty seven counts of felony violations of national security laws for his handling of classified documents. Of course, Joe Biden did something very similar, and one has to wonder when he will have to also deal with the consequences of his own doings as well, probably if and when Donald Trump gets reelected. We note that Mr. Trump will celebrate his 77th birthday this week, on June 14th. That means his solar return is also this week, a time when the Earth is at the same position in its orbit around the sun as it was when he was born. This is an actual event, and like all events, a chart can be cast for that moment, and based on the location of where the event takes place, which in this case appears to be in West Palm Beach, Florida, Yes, I know, some astrologers believe you must use a location other than where the person is located at the time of their solar return, such as one's birthplace or residence, but that's not the basic foundation for which an accurate and relevant solar return or event horoscope is cast, if you follow the tenets upon which astrology is based, but I digress. The former president's solar return will take place at 1.17 a.m. on June 14th in West Palm Beach, Florida. The rising will be at 17 degrees Pisces, right on the midpoint of Saturn and Neptune at 7 degrees and 27 degrees Pisces, respectively. Since the Saturn-Neptune midpoint is symbolic of weakness and the ascendant is you, the person, and your body, It poses the possibility of confinement. He needs to get the hell out of West Palm Beach if he wants to change the dynamic to something resembling freedom of movement. He does have the moon conjunct Jupiter in Taurus in the second house. So this also implies he will rake in another busload of donations from these new charges good for his finances, but maybe not so good for his personal liberty, if he actually is in West Palm Beach at that time, and if this chart proves to be relevant. Shorter term astrologically, we note that this week finds Pluto moving back into Capricorn and Mercury forward into Gemini on Sunday, tomorrow, June 11th, the same day Venus will square Jupiter. There is a change of sentiment starting but it may not get fully underway until after June 17th to 19th, when Saturn turns retrograde and the Sun squares Neptune. These are both powerful Level 1 signatures, which have the strongest correlations to reversal and primary cycles in financial markets, given an orb of 11 trading days. With Saturn in Pisces and Neptune in retrograde, crude oil will likely be highlighted for a reversal. On a more personal level, highlighting Saturn in Pisces and Neptune squared by the sun favors those engaged in spiritual practices and who hold honesty and truthfulness in high value. It does not value those who are deceptive and prone to spread false or misleading information that adversely affects the right of others to make informed choices Based on full disclosure, this is not the time to hide something from someone that they have a right to know or to intentionally mislead them into making a poor decision to one's advantage at their expense. Those who violate this principle at this time may end up in a situation much like Donald Trump this week. Saturn with Neptune can be the ultimate victim aspect. The solution? Be accountable. Be honest and truthful. And that concludes this week's newsletter. Now, some of you are listening on the new Merriman Market Analyst podcast. And I'm Thomas Miller, the host of the Fun Astrology podcast. And we've basically combined these Saturday episodes that we've been doing since 2022 sometime into one that are both being distributed on two channels. And as the host of the Fun Astrology podcast and somebody who has been following the markets since the 1980s, my dad was a retail broker and grew up with it in our household every day, all day long. We followed the markets, and he's given me the latitude to stick my foot in my mouth a few times after these episodes. So I, if there's room, stick a couple of comments on. And the only comment I really have this week is that I was narrating an audio book which consumes my mornings, So trading took a backseat. You don't trade and narrate at the same time. That's why you're glad you have folks like MMA Cycles looking over your shoulder, keeping you on the straight ship. And speaking of audiobooks, we did two for MMA last year. That's the Trends 2023 book and also the Forecast book. It's the mundane portion. It's not the financial portion. It's the first part of the book are both available on Audible and iTunes. If you'd like to check that out. I think the only thing I would tag on to the end of this is something that is financial, not astrological. But the U.S. Treasury Department is going to begin issuing short-term T-bills this coming week. And the reason they're doing that is that their bank account got really low. The federal bank account got way down. And this is, of course, what pays out Social Security and all the federal obligations, including Congress's paychecks. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe wish that one had skirted the edges a little bit closer. But (laughs) the way that they restock their bank account is different from the way you and I do ours. They issue treasury bills. Don't you wish we could do that? Hey, I'll pay you back in the future. Well, they are issuing some $400 billion worth of bills starting this coming week. And in Gemini fashion, as mentioned already, it seems like there are two different opinions on how this will affect the markets. But that's the one thing that I would say to add on to this is that issuance will be well covered in the media. You have to wonder, is that liquidity that will come in that through the trading desk of the U.S. Treasury will eventually find its way into the markets? Or is that something that will drain liquidity from the markets and go into what is perceived as a safer investment right now? But the next two Sundays are the big days in the sky as Pluto moves back into Capricorn. I love what he talked about on the political front. Wow. Hadn't seen that one. So thank you, Ray, for that. And then next Sunday, the sun squares Neptune. So we're bracketed in between as we unfold next week. Also, what we've been talking about on the Fun Astrology podcast this past several days the Big Grand Cross continues into Thursday of next week when it loses one leg of those T-squares. Catch up on the Fun Astrology podcast for the details on that, but we're not out of that energy yet either. Stay safe, stay well. We'll see you again next week here on Saturday, but back on Monday with our daily short Fun Astrology podcasts to look at the sky above. Have a great weekend, everybody.